Welcome to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we discuss the history, facts, people, places, events, lots more surrounding Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, where I got it right. You know, you'd think I'd be able to do that, right, Randy? Mm -hmm. On this cold, I cannot bitterly cold, but cold January morning. Uh, we are in the 2022 year and things have changed. And we have Mr. Jeffrey Atkins as our guest again. Jeffrey, how are you doing? I'm great, Dennis. How are you? Quite well, indeed. Quite well, indeed. And we're going to talk about how to get a piece of the village. And as I understand, and maybe I'm mistaken, but there's about three ways. Uh, most people are thinking about home ownership. So when you buy a home in the village, uh, you are then part of the POA. Is that correct, Jeff? Tell me how we get there. You become a member of the POA when you have your when you accept your deed for your property. Yes. Is let's be. I'm going to split hairs. Is that optional? No, it is not. Well, but I mean, if I own a home and I'm not paying my POA dues, you can't keep me from coming and going. They cannot keep you from coming and going, but they can keep you from doing just about everything else. So I can't, I wouldn't have water. I wouldn't have sewer. I wouldn't have, yeah, but I could, yeah. Well, there's, you know, there's some legal intricacies to that. Um, you know, as far as if they don't pay their assessments, can you cut off their water? Probably not as long as they're paying their water bill. So, but, but I don't I know if we want to get into those kind of details. You're right. But I couldn't use the, the fitness no. center. I couldn't use the golf course. I couldn't any of that stuff. And, so, and, you're, and you wouldn't, your gate card would be inactive. And Right. And, and how much... Not, you would not have a good time. You would not have a good time. And how much is it going to cost me for a POA due? And by the way, I hear people call me all the time and say, you know, this is not a HOA. This is a POA. What's the difference between a HOA and a POA? Well, there, there's really not. It's just what you want to call it. An HOA is typically homeowners association is when you have a situation where every, every piece of property has a home on it and a property owners association. I think the distinction was made because there will never, probably never be a time where every piece of property has a home on it. So I hope not. It's not. You're not here because you have a home. You're here because you have a property. So you, with you, that, are, you are a member because you have a property. So the, uh, the POA dues are going to cost me what? Well, they're not technically dues. They're technically assessments. Assessments, right. And technically it's an annual assessment that you can pay monthly as long as you keep in good favor with the property owners association. And that is uh, how much? And that is $90 times 12 per year. So most people pay by the month, $90 a month. Um, but if you do the multiplication on that, what is that? $1,080 a year mm -hmm. um, is the annual rate for an improved property, meaning home, but really technically a water meter. So if I have a water meter on a piece of property, I'm going to pay the homeowner, right? The homeowner you're going, pay, right? you're going to pay the homeowner assessment for that part. If you have an adjacent lot or if your house is built on two lots, you have one water meter, you would pay one improved and one unimproved, which is $43 a month. And I really don't want to do the math on that in my head. <laughs> 480 and 36, 516. 
Okay. So five sixteen. So for, for a guy that owns more than one property in the village, you'd think you'd know those numbers a little better. Well, I, I know the monthly numbers. I, I'm not going to pay by the year. Okay. But let me come back yeah. to this real quick. The, 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 these numbers are new because this yeah. we're in 2022. So last year, yeah. the prices were not this. They've gone up, what, 20 bucks a, a pop? Well, the unimproved rate um, last year was $39.97, and it went to 43 And, and that's 516 a year. I may have said 518 but it's 516 um, And the um, the improved rate is now 90 and I don't remember exactly what it was because, you know, in the scheme of things, it wasn't as important to me personally because only – you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal, but the, um, the, the answer is, is that the homeowner rate has gone up significantly more than the, than the individual property lot owner went up. Right. Right. Um, and I'm just looking it up. It was 6926 for an improved property last year. So it was 6926 or 70 yeah. bucks. And now it's 90 yeah. bucks. Right. Okay. It, went, it went basically from, from almost six, just over 69 to 90. Okay. And, and so from 3997 to 43. So I can buy a home. Yes. Live here in the village, pay yes. my $90 a month assessment, have full access to everything. This is a right. carded gate for the, for the, the, the main gates will let me through because if I did or didn't pay my POA dues or assessments, right. but the, the minor gates, uh, I could get through those. I could play well, shuffleball. If you have a gate card, you can get through those. You have to go to the POA and get a gate card. So I uh, highly recommend it. Randy, way. would you encourage that? Yes, I would. <laughs> and there's a cost attached by the way. That's like a one time it's a one time fee, so I was told. So you well, know, it's you a one time fee unless you break it or lose it. Correct. So yeah. Correct. Um, and then at some point we may have a different card, a different style card or different technology, but right. you know, we've been using basically the same cards for over 20 years now. I was gonna say we yeah, that HID card, HID card that we're using is about 20 years old. Mm -hmm. So so let's say I don't want to buy a home yet. I'm not ready for that commitment, okay. but I'm gonna step back down and I want to buy a lot. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and by the way, let me go back to the house real quick. Now that we're in 2022, I've never owned property in the village before I closed in 2022. How much does it cost me from the POA to become a member? There's a $150 transfer. And then, then what else? Well, you, what you'll pay to the POA is $150 transfer fee. That's for the deed transfer fee. Mm -hmm. And then you will have, if you've never owned property in the village before, um, or, or if, yes, uh, then it's a fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, so yeah. so there's a buy-in fee. It's called a buy-in fee. It's and it's new in 2022, and it's fifteen hundred dollars for the homeowner. Okay, and that's typically for most people because most I hope that most people are going to close at a title company, and because that fifteen hundred dollars is going to be in their final closing, they won't just write a check to the POA the title company typically will write those checks and get it all done for you. Right. Well, I, I haven't seen a case yet on exactly how they're going to handle it, but I think okay. that would be probably an efficient way because the title companies also collect the first two months of your assessment typically mm -hmm. so that so, it gives time to get into the system without being late. They get you in good standing so you can move right, right in and right. enjoy all the amenities. Right. And, the, and also the title company will take care of getting uh, a deed to the POA so that the POA knows. Okay. So, so that's how I buy a house. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to buy a lot. Okay. Which is where Randy was. And, and, and so I buy a piece of property. I close at a title company. If I close at a title company, the title company will pay, will collect the two months of assessments and they'll collect the transfer fee and they'll collect the new buy-in fee. So how much is the transfer fee again? Well, the transfer fee doesn't matter on what property it is or anything. 
It doesn't matter if you've owned property before or not. It's $150 per property every time, regardless. Okay. And then house the, doesn't matter. Valuation doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It's, it's right. But the buy-in fee for a house for a lot, is 1500 but right. the buy-in fee for a lot is how much? 250 in, 250 in 2022. Now, they've, in the presentations that we've seen, um, those were suggested to go up. The Fred F. Uh, had a suggestion on what the buy-in fee should be that the board adopted uh, really without any discussion, um, public discussion at least, um, and um, it was on the fee schedule for 2022. I suspect just like any other fee, it's going to go up. That was the proposal from Fred F. So there's there's no reason to not think that those are going to go up. Well, and I want to just sideline here. We're, we're covering the specifics and the details very clearly in case there's people that are inside or out wanting to know more. Um, I, I have a very strong feeling, I think you do too, that the, the buy-in fee may be challenged. And so that right. may or may not we, we did not. a video on that that, you know, anybody can look up and I believe that was been posted. It has. Um, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, that's going to be subject to legal challenge. Somebody's going to challenge it. Let, let me ask I, the I difference. I have no doubt in that. Let, let me and, ask. And the... it may be me. <laughs> so who knows? You <laughs> who know, knew? Who knew? I, I, because, because I think somebody will eventually, and if there's going to be a challenge, it's better for the POA if it's sooner rather than later because you don't want them to get all the money and start spending it recklessly or, or even validly uh, and then have to refund it all. Uh, so it'd be better for the POA. It'd be, it'd be better if the issue was resolved sooner rather than later. And, and I want to just, and I don't want to get distracted here, but I want to split yeah. hairs. What's the difference between the buy-in fee and, and the, 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 the benefit I gain and the deed transfer or the, the transfer fee? Because why, why are those separate? Well, the the transfer fee is except, and we've we've mentioned this on a previous episode, but the deed transfer fee has been around for almost twenty years, uh, and it's just grown over the years. And it went from one twenty five last year to one fifty this year, and the POA sees that as a way, I mean, obviously to raise revenue, but as a, to cover their cost of doing the work to get a a new owner on that property. But when you and I were here 20 years ago, mm-hmm. it cost $8. Well, firstly, it was free and then yeah, they charged $8. So it's gone from $8 to 150 over the last 20 years. Right. I don't know that their costs have increased that much, but yeah, let's, let's move on. Okay. So we, we could buy a home. We could buy a lot yeah. or how else could I be? And I want to split the hairs here because Ernie mentioned this the other day and we didn't mm-hmm. Ernie at the, the, the Cooper engineer. Right. Uh, I don't want to be a visitor and I want to be a guest. I don't want to be a visitor or a guest. I want to be a property owner. So I get all the amenities. Mm-hmm. What else could I do? Well, the other option is to do an assignment, an assignment of privileges. And, you know, we, we actually did that for Randy uh, before he actually bought property so that um, a, a person that is assigned a membership is considered the full member by the POA. And is this, this is like a, a lease or like a rental or what? Well, it, it depends on the arrangement that you have. For, for the ones that I do, it's basically a lease. It's like leasing an apartment. Um, this was something Cooper put in the declaration specifically um, so that, and, and then I was told that they used it as a sales mechanism they said, if you're, you can buy here now, give, give us your money today 
And, you know, you can assign your membership rights to somebody else until you're actually here and using them. And, so and you can swap money for that too, right? So you could get money for that and basically yeah. offset your POA assessments. It, yes. It, it, give, it gives a property owner a reason to hold on to the property and not let it go delinquent or um, maybe not, you know, compete in the marketplace for sales with other property owners, uh, keeps the lots off the market potentially. Um, there, there's some reasons that it's it was good for Cooper and there's reasons it's good for the POA. Um, you know, well, we had a lot of people that, that used to buy really cheap lots out here in the village. And when NRP came in in the early 2000s, NRP bought those people out. They didn't have a lot of skin in the game because they had paid $300 or $500 for a lot, or they'd been given a lot and they were paying the assessments and NRP waved a dollar in front of them and those people took it. And we lost a lot of golf revenue because of that, because those people would coming from Benton or Hot Springs to come out here to play golf. Well, all of a sudden they didn't have a lot anymore to play golf on because they had taken the $4,000 or $8,000 from NRP. And so we saw a pickup at that time of, of people that were doing assigned memberships. So um, it's just like being the deeded property owner, except that you don't vote in the elections and you don't, you're not technically responsible for the assessments. So here, one of the reasons I wanted to have this show is because I imagine, and I see this all the time, and I, there's a lot of there's a little bit of BS talk some at some of the golf courses where the guys will sit around and BS and, and pay off their bets and, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. But one guy says, man, I love playing out here. It's really beautiful. This is awesome. I want to come out here and start playing. And the guy goes, Hey, I tell you what, I got a lot uh, slash timeshare slash uh, never ending mm -hmm. obligation that I will give to you. Right. And all you have to do is pick up and pay the POA dues. Right. right. Sounds right. like a great deal. Sounds like a great deal. This guy who is wants to play golf, he's from Benton or Little Rock or Hot Springs or wherever. And and Randy had had alluded to you know something like that. That he comes in with a deed and he he's got this free deed that the guy has given him. Yes. And he walks into the POA and he goes, I need to register this. And they say, Okay, that's $150 for a transfer fee. Mm -hmm. Have you owned property in the village before? No. Okay, there's a $250 transfer, uh, you know, a, a buy-in fee. So this right. free lot is costing him $400 the day he walks in the door before he pays a dollar of dues. Right. Am before I mistaken? He, before he pays a dollar of dues, before he pays for the ID card, before he pays for his window sticker, before he pays for his uh, deed transfer. Be, well, technically, if you got the lot for free, you would not have to pay a, a tax stamp, but you would probably yeah. want to record that deed and that would cost you money. Um, At the and courthouse. Would, and yeah, because you need to show a recorded deed to the POA in order to establish your uh, ownership with them. They don't want you walking in with an unrecorded deed. They will give you a temporary, at least they used to give you a temporary ID card if you walked in with an unrecorded deed, but they would not give you permanent membership cards until you had a recorded deed because otherwise we could just trade pieces of paper back and forth and, you know, pretend yeah. to be, um, hey, he, Dennis is the new <clears> owner now. <throat> get him his ID cards. Well, we didn't actually sell anything or, or, or somebody didn't actually um, record anything. They wanted it recorded. The, and this was probably, now, now that they get their $400 in fees, they might not care. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> well, so let me, let me go here. So I get a free lot that cost me 475 bucks just right. to get, to get free. Right. And then, then I start paying my POA dues. Five sixteen a year. Five sixteen a year. Yes. So 
my free golf is not exactly free golf anymore. My, no, my free no, tax lot. You're into about a thousand dollars already um, before you even get started. The other thing is, you know, if, if it's not a free lot and you paid real money for the lot, there's that real money that you paid for the lot. And if you're paying for real money for a lot, you probably would want to close with a title company and make sure you had good title. And, you know, it, it's close to a thousand dollars if you look at both sides of the transaction mm-hmm. uh, between the closing fees for the seller and the buyer, um, you know, all the other fees that are involved, the title search, the title insurance, um, it adds up really quick. Well, we're, we're kind of off in the weeds about this, but yeah. since we're here, let's finish up the weeds. Okay. Uh, one of the issues that we talk about is, is that when, when, you know, we're sitting, golf buddies sitting around the, the, uh, the course, and I, let me give you this tie, this deed. Uh, number one, I give you this deed. There's no certainty that it has a quite a clear title and can be built on and used for anything else at that point. There could be a couple thousand dollars worth of legal fees attached to clearing that title. So I could actually, because, you know, the two owners back, Joe got divorced and never, uh, never had his <laughs> wife sign off on it. That kind right. of thing. Right. Right. Yeah. You've, you've got to be real careful there. And, and where it becomes a problem is like, well, I got it for free. What difference does it make? You know, well, at some point you're going to want to get rid of it so that you don't have to pay the POA dues anymore. You know, and that could be if you moved away. Uh, it could be uh, if you had a back injury or your your health does not allow you to play golf anymore. Um, you know, the it was a free lot, but how are you going to get rid of it? Are you going to give it to somebody else for free? Then you might not care if you have clear title, if you can find somebody else that will take it. Um, so, uh, there, there's some potential issues there. And of course, you know, the POA is going to want you to continue to pay your assessments as long as you're the deeded owner and they can come after you legally, um, for, for not paying those assessments. Well, and, and let's come back to that too. A lot of people would say, ah, you know, so what, I'm not paying 50 bucks a month or something for the POA dues assessment. I'm just going to let it lapse and I'm going to whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, maybe a year later, maybe, you know, 15 months later, all of a sudden your credit score drops 50 points. You're yeah. Like, I don't know if the POA is currently doing credit reporting, okay. uh, but, but they could send it to collections and those guys could do credit reporting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the POA may not um, foreclose on you or, 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 or sue for the back assessments right away, but the collection company might, um, and the POA itself is not doing foreclosures right now to my knowledge, but they have in the past. Yeah. And they, yeah. And they well, probably and, will at some point and again in the future. And, and right collection, now they're bringing it up to the commissioner of state lands to take care of, of it for them. Well, but any commi- any collection company worth its salt will turn that information over because that's one of their, you know, well, that's one of their certainly deals. the risk that they could, yes. Jeff, Radio. talk about the difference between access or privilege, and I might be, those might not be the right words. But so I'm a property owner, so I can just walk onto any golf course and I can play golf to my heart's desire and I don't pay a dime. No, you pay the green fees, exactly. and the cart fees, the trail fees and everything. But basically what it is, is, is you have the same standing as a lot owner or homeowner or as a property owner, uh, you have the same standing. So you can use the online tea time systems. You can do your membership card as an assigned member is the exact same as uh, a deeded property owner. And, and also keep in mind that many people here in the village own their property in some kind of entity, such as a revocable living trust or an LLC. And technically those memberships are assigned memberships as well. 
because the trust actually owns the property. For, as an example, the trust owns the property. You as an individual don't own the property. And so the trust puts the, say, the, the husband and wife um, that are the beneficiaries of the trust as the, deed, as the assigned member. So technically, those are assigned memberships as well. And that's one reason why, why this um, part of the declaration is so valuable to the POA, because otherwise you wouldn't have that without the board spending a lot of time and, and energy coming up with a, a bunch of rules around this. Um, the declaration uh, gives a, a way, a mechanism for this to occur for a trustee to be a member of the POA. So I rent an Airbnb and I come and I play golf. I'm not a member. I have no membership privileges, but I could, I could still go and be a guest and play on yes. a course. Yeah. So at guest rates as at a guest at rates. A, at a guest rate. That's yes. my point. So the, yeah. the difference, the difference is what? Uh, it, it can vary, uh, from as little as $20, depending on course and time of day and time of year up to 40 or 50 or $60 per um, round. Per, per round, yes. So, you know, October is probably one of the highest rate months here because it's when the weather's the nicest. So, you know, it's not hot, it's not cold. Uh, also, the April, May timeframe uh, are when the golf rates are the highest. And that's when you see the biggest differences between the guest rate and the member rate. Also, there's very little difference for a member between, say, Isabella and DeSoto. But for a guest, um, there is a bigger difference. So if you're going to be playing Isabella and Granada, those are much more expensive for guests um, relative to a member rate because like it's only a dollar higher at Isabella, I think, than DeSoto for a member, but it's 20 or $30 higher for a guest sometimes. Hmm. Well, and let me, let me wrap up. Uh, let's, let's come to the chase here. If I wanted to lace a lot, where would I do this? Hmm? Well, you, Does anyone you might, know? You might do it with Jeff. Um, I mean, you, you can do it with anybody that has properties. Actually, the POA does this. The POA charges over $500 per year or, or 500. I think it's 500 or just over $500 per year. Um, and they have lots in their inventory. Of course, they have many and they do assign memberships. Uh, I don't think they actively advertise it currently, but they will do them. And they still have people that, that do it for over $500 a year. Uh, one thing that you need to be certain of if, you, if you're so inclined to do something like this is be careful who you do it with, because if it's a guy in Florida that's not paying his assessments, that would cause you a problem. And I've actually had people call me recently where, where that's, that's occurred. Um, I have a website, hsvmemberships.com, or you can call me directly. Um, just look me up um, in Google. You'll find me. I usually come up if you put in Hot Springs Village membership in Google I'm one of the first one, if not the first one that shows up. So, uh, and I've been here 20 years doing this. Um, nobody does more of them than me. I don't even think the POA does as many as I do. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. They, and they so do, they do a lot these, more lots though. And these, assi <laughs> these assignments typically last a year, Jeff? Yeah, tip, yeah, because the POA had a rule in place that uh, you the assignment needed to be for a period of a year. In other words, they didn't want people, and it's very understandable, they don't want people swapping out every two weeks. Well, right. and they don't want people coming in and just renting for the summer. Right. Hey, I'll take, I'll think from April to October and then I'm right. dropping my lease. Right. It's an assignment of membership. It's not a guest pass. It, it's, it's not like a super duper guest pass. It, they really want you to be committed and, and, you know, uh, ha have a, a longer term. So there is a, a rule that they have to be on there for a year. And, and so that's why I do one years. And of course they're renewable. Um, and, 
you know, it's not, there's no commitment. It's like leasing an apartment or a storage rental. It, there's no commitment. You, you do the first year and if you don't want to do it again, you don't. And then you don't have to worry about selling the property. And then you don't have to worry about the $516 of assessments every year. You don't have to worry about paying the property taxes. Uh, you don't have to worry, just show up and play and, and, and pay for what you play. So it's basically membership or ownership that you can turn on and turn off. Turn off, turn on and turn off. And it, it gives a lot of flexibility and it, it creates a situation uh, where the BOA doesn't have as much overhead as far as doing deed transfers back and forth. Like uh, used, used to, there was a guy that did a lot of deed transfers back and forth to accomplish the same purpose. Mm-hmm. He, he was basically doing leases, but he was transferring deeds back and forth. That created a lot of work for the POA. Um, so it's a lot cleaner way to do it. It's, it's very uh, efficient and effective. Um, and, but you uh, think of guys, I mean, I know some guys that are, I'm not a golfer. I love golf and mm-hmm. they take multiple trips. A group right. of guys take multiple trips every year and just right. play golf after golf, after golf, after golf, right. you know, and it doesn't take much. No, it doesn't take much to add up in a hurry. The greens fees that somebody right. could save do, if no, they no. want to play on the courses there in the village and they want to do it with some regularity. Exactly. And you know, the people that have these, they, they tend to come more often and keep in mind that they're supporting all the golf courses. They're supporting assessments on lots. Um, they're, Airbnbs. They're, they're supporting Airbnbs, Dennis, uh, the golf course restaurants, you know, the local restaurants, uh, the local economy. It really goes a long way. I mean, you know, you just think about it. Are, are we better off with a couple of hundred people a year extra coming in here or a couple thousand extra people a year coming in here and spending a week or two and spending money. Um, it really helps out the local economy. I think, um, I, I think we'd really, really surprised if we saw the true economic impact. I think we would. Now, if we went to HSB memberships and we were going to release a lot, would it be $500 like the POA charges? Oh no, I I'm charging 374 now. Uh, there are some fees involved to get started that I pay the POA. I pay the, I pay the property taxes. I pay the POA assessments out of that $374. Um, and so it's, it's cheaper than the POA. The POA changed their model a few years back because they were at 300 or 315, somewhere in there. Uh, they wanted each individual, each membership to support a whole lot as far as assessments. So that's oh. why they priced it at 500 oh. is because at the time the annual assessment was about $480 or just on, you know, 375, 380, uh, 475, 480. And they wanted one membership to cover the assessments. We have no association. We come to you and we lease a lot. I lease a lot yeah. and I pay the 400 a month, 400 a year or whatever with the fees, yes. 374. Does Diane have privileges too, or is it? No. No, it's a per person thing. Okay. Okay. So now, um, with with if you and Diane both had a membership and you both signed up at the same time, dependent children are included, which is the, basically the same rule that they use for homeowners. Really? If, if you yeah, if, if you have a, a household, say a family that lives in a house and they have dependent children, uh, those children are included. They they have dependent cards or they can get dependent cards, and that's the same rule for this. The, the rules are the same, whether you're, you're a family or whatever. Uh, now, if Dennis, in, in the situation you just mentioned, if you had a membership, your parents and grandparents could get a family member card. Your children or grandchildren could get a family member card, but it doesn't go sideways. It doesn't it just goes go, up and down. It goes up and down. 
It doesn't go spouses and it doesn't go brothers, sisters. So it's a little strange. And, whoa, whoa, whoa. and this is for a lease for anything, for anything. Really? If, if, if you are a deeded property owner and you're the only person on that deed, um, then it, it doesn't really go to the spouses. Is, is this, and I'm just, I'm chasing down a question. I've always yeah. wondered, is, is this a, a POA rule or is this in the bylaws and the whatever? Uh, it is, it's in, I think it may be in their bylaws. It, you know, of course it's not, okay. it's not in the declaration. It, it's at some point down that list of, of rules, you know, as, mm-hmm. as you go through the, the, I think it's in the bylaws actually. Uh, and it's something that, you know, was developed years ago um, and has not really changed that much. It's gotten a little cleaner yeah. um, because the assignments, used, they, they had these other rules that they just kind of made up that it had to be on an annual basis you know, January 1st. Well, you know, what happens in December and January at the POA, it's already busy. You don't want all these people coming in and renewing every year uh, and adding more work to the POA. So um, family cards work up and down. And this, this is for any property owner, family cards work up and down. They don't go sideways to brothers and sisters. Um, Your typical customer, if there is such a thing, husband and wife. No, no tip. I mean, I, I do have that situation. Typically, it's golfing buddies that want to come out here from a fairly local area. Uh, but I do have customers from all over the country. I mean, I had a customer from Hawaii one time. You know, D- define fairly local, you know, just the greater uh, Little Rock area or what? No, I mean, you know, I have customers Sheridan, Pine Bluff, uh, Texarkana. Oh, really? Yeah, Texark- really, yeah. They'll, they'll come up here for a day. Um, you know, I, I know guys from Northeast Arkansas that'll come down here for a weekend. Um you know, Russellville, Conway, the, you know, it's, it's a pretty wide area. I mean, I used to drive here every weekend, twice a weekend from Little Rock and it was an hour, but would you rather drive an hour and play at Magellan or Isabella or drive 20 minutes and play at Heinemann? Which is now closed. Which is now closed. Or Rock Creek. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's really uh, a lot of incentive. And of course there, there's, um, uh, Silver Springs, that's in Haskell area, you yeah. know, just outside of Benton. Saw that. It's going to nine holes. They they're they're building houses on on part what was originally I think the front nine, uh, and then there was that golf course in Benton that closed Long Hills, I believe. Mm-hmm. Long Hills, right there beside my parents, yeah. actually. And yeah. then we had uh, the golf course that was down on Highway Seven before we get to downtown. I can't even remember what it was. Oh, uh, Belvedere. 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 You know, it went through all kinds of problems. I mean, these these might have been. Wonderful. They might have been good business operations someplace else, but they had Hot Springs Village in their backyard. Yeah. They had a lot yeah. of competition. Well, and one you know, of the, it's one hard of the to play I, at Belvedere when you can go to Balboa, you know, five minutes further. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and play eight other courses. And that, that was one of the things course. I always said about DeMonte. DeMonte, I think, is a gym. It is gorgeous. It is beautiful. The for most people that don't know. A lot of the lots here in the village may be third acre or quarter acre. Everything in, in DeMonte is a half acre that I know of. And it's it's gorgeous. And it's what, 600 bucks a month? And across the street, it's, it's, yeah. it's 45 across the well, street. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's 600, but it, it's over 500. And, you know, if I was retired and I wanted to play golf three or four days a week, I would, I've looked at DeMonte. I mean, I think it's a great value even at $500 a month for if, because you're not paying green fees. That includes green fees. If I understand right. Really? I yeah, thought it had yeah. a food credit and some green fees, well, but you, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know the, I wouldn't want to 
speculate on things. That Very clearly, work. Randy, it's I, time for us to get somebody from Demonte on. It's time to get somebody from Diamante. <laughs> they, you know, they've really come around. They've really done a lot of good stuff now that they're owned by themselves, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that they're out on their own, um, they've they've done really great. But keep in mind, you don't just have that assessment every month. You still have the ninety dollar or or uh, forty three dollar POA assessment. Yeah, right. So my blood. Yeah. No. So yeah. you know it. It's hard for a lot of people to spend that extra five hundred dollars a month when you've got Isabella across the street or yeah, Renata, which is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's a wonderful Diamante is a wonderful golf course. Well, I tell you what, we're about to have uh, John Paul on again, and I will ask him about that simply because he is one of the owners, and um, yes. I think he's on the board or something for the 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 uh, the Diamante POA. But yeah, they they have split off separately. And for those of you that are listening and don't know anything, Hot Springs Village. Um, uh, nine golf courses. One of those golf courses is technically a private community club, a country club type deal inside there. It was owned by country clubs of America. If club I'm not court. mistaken, club what's that? Club, club court. court, club court. And, 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 and Cooper, they were co-owners. Uh, yeah. And they spun that off and basically just became their own entity and a uh, gorgeous place. But I, you know, I mean, there's no argument. I don't think Jeff, it's the Zenith of the village. I mean, it's the Absolutely. nicest courses and yeah. it's, it's everything. Randy, are there any other questions we've missed? Have we? No, sir. Good, Say good night, Dennis. Good night, Dennis. Hot Springs village inside out. Dennis Simpson, Randy Contrell, and our common guest, not that common Jeff Adkins. Great to have everybody again. Join us next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.